Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober. Encouraging believers to stand on the word of God. And motivating believers to be truth dealers. With a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's truth o'clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. Where no matter what time zone you're in, it's truth o'clock. I'm your host, Brian Moon, and I'm asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. Today, we have a special guest. She is a constitutional attorney, Gina Antonelli Hensel. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Um, So I'm not giving any um, legal advice. I'm just giving information and educate for uh, informational and educational purposes only. I encourage everybody, all of your viewers, to go do their own homework, research for themselves. The truth is out there for those who seek it. I do believe that. Um, And don't rely on anything that I say, because again, I'm not establishing a lawyer-client relationship with anybody. So it's for information and educational purposes only. So I just had to put that in there. Gina has recently hosted a very, and organized a very important event in the area, which was educating the public about uh, Hochul, uh, I should call her Governor Hochul, I guess. She, we're going to get into the details about what she's trying to do. She's trying to basically sneak rules into the Department of Health, um, a regulation book, instead of going through the legislature. Because the thing that they, the evil, satanic thing that they wanted to put into law through the legislature got shot down because we, the people, stood up and said no. And so, Gina, what was that all about? Was that 416? Yes. So um, it was Bill A416, and that was about the camps, the isolation detention camps. Um, And the sponsor um, of that bill was Nick Perry from Brooklyn. And he ended up withdrawing that bill because of the public outcry. The people were informed about what was going on, and they took a stand against that and put the pressure on him. However, um, when he withdrew that bill, he didn't necessarily tell the truth. He said it was because of the conspiracy theorists, number one. And number two, the most significant thing that he failed to mention was that seven days before he withdrew that bill, the, our unelected Governor Hochul, she um, was trying to sneak through um, a proposed regulation which is resurrecting that bill. And actually it's even worse because it has even more broader language in there. Um, So any suspected uh, person that she deems or the DOH, Department of Health and its commissioner um, would consider a public health threat of a highly contagious um, disease. It doesn't necessarily even have to be COVID. It could be anything that they can go ahead and come to your house and they can remove you and they can send you off to a facility of their choice, um, which is a camp. I can't imagine why the public would rise up and have an outcry against such a bill. I mean, absolutely. And, and the news wants, you know, 
Yes, it's terrible what's going on in, in Europe right now. Exactly. Russia. Okay. Right. Are we are we any better? I know. And New York State is leading the charge with it's really worse than communism. I mean, it is. I, I don't even know what to call it. I I do know what to call it. It's the beast system. Yes. Um, that's that's found in the Bible. But you know, as far as a technical term, is it totalitarianism, Marxism, communism? You know, like I don't. Right, I know, and actually, um, Satanism. I have uh, Satanism exactly, and I have a doctor who's a eighty-nine, God bless her, holistic doctor. She's a Holocaust survivor, and she tells me a lot and sends me a lot of videos and stuff to watch as well. And she said that she's living through this three times now: first through Hitler, communism, and now this. And she said this is worse because nobody's coming to rescue us. It's scary. Yes. And so many of us are asking the question, when is enough enough? And when they've crossed so many lines and I know, but it's up to God and we're all seeking the Lord on for those answers. But I I just wanted to say to my audience, um, you know, what Gina just referred to is in the I'm going to ask her the technicalities in a minute, but I have read it myself. It is in the regulations. Yes. So, but I I just want to reiterate, okay, that we do not bring on Truth Dealer Radio or on my videos, I, I don't bring current events updates to spark fear or to stoke fear, okay? The Lord, the Lord Jesus said to watch and pray. And I just recently said to a friend, if you watch, you will pray. <laughs> and I mean, these things that we're watching, you're supposed to be a watchman on the wall. And when we see what's coming down the road and we see what's going on, it leads us to pray. And that's what this, that's what should be our reaction to this is not fear, but seeking the Lord with all our heart, all our mind and all our strength. Yes. What are we to do? Okay, as I said, Jesus said to watch and pray. He warned of coming events. In this day and age, we have people say, oh, well, you can't talk about that. That's a conspiracy. Well, you know, they had a conspiracy to crucify the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. And, you know, he, he didn't go to the cross by mistake. That was not plan B. Right. But they conspired. They even tried and failed to make sure they were going to crucify him on any day, but not Passover. Right. Well, they failed because That's the right. devil fails. That's right. That's right. It's because God is working out his purposes. I'm believing we're in the end times. We're in what Jesus called the beginning of sorrows. Right. Jesus said, these things I have spoken unto you that in me, you might have peace in the world. ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Okay, so he did not sugarcoat for his followers. He said, a servant is not better than his master. He went through, look what he went through for us. I know. And so, and the saints all down through history. And we can't fall into this soft Laodicean mindset that the false teachers put out, prosperity and wealth, and you're never going to have any problems. Right. I went off a little, but I just wanted to point out, we're going to talk about, we're going to get into some things that are fairly disturbing. And I do want to roll the clip of, of Sheriff Mike Carpinelli talking about one of these camps 
I'm calling it a camp because I don't know what else to call it. It's a large, he'll, he'll describe it for you. And let me play that clip right now because I want my audience to know what is being spoken about and that I don't want them to just think it's all on paper in the governor's little fantasy world. So let's listen to Sheriff Mike Carpinelli. He's from Lewis County, New York. He's a constitutional sheriff. Correct. He doesn't play games. And he was he was at the event that Gina organized and hosted uh, a few weeks back. And let's listen to this so that you, going through the rest of the video, you're going to know what Gina is referring to. And Brian, he's the only one that answered my call. Because for two, when I first found out about this two weeks prior, because again, the elected officials, everybody's being very silent about this. Nobody can oppose this if you're not aware of it. And they weren't informing of us. So when I got wind of this, for two weeks straight, I was calling all of our elected local officials and nobody was calling me back. In fact, one person did, I believe it was the chief of staff for um, uh, the assemblywoman, Mary Ann, is it Mary Ann Buttonshine? And when he spoke to me, I was very concerned about this. He said, oh, we don't know about that. And then he ended up finding out that I guess the assemblywoman had mentioned this to the speaker of the house. And the Speaker of the House said, oh, not to worry about it. Like, Hochul can't enact that unless there's an emergency. So I proceeded to tell him that's the whole point. That's the grave concern because she can just declare an emergency. Look at yeah. the last two years. And he said, oh, no, it takes a lot for her. She has to jump through hoops to get to an emergency. So I didn't leave there feeling reassured at all. And finally, when I was able to contact the sheriff, um, I said, "I two days notice, I said, I got to put this together. I said, because Monday... The Friday night we had it, it was the Friday before February 14th. And the February 14th was the comment period to end. So we only had like three days to try to inform the public. And so they could oppose this um, for, by Monday. And he said, oh yes, he'd be happy to come. And then he started telling me about that camp. And I said, all right, you definitely have to mention that break news um, on that camp that you know about. And we called WKTV to come. They came and filmed the whole thing. They asked him one question. It was on a mask, completely unrelated to why we were there for the press conference. He answered the question when I watched the nightly news at 11. They didn't say anything what that meeting was about, never informed the people. So they're complicit as well in this. And um, so again, there's no fair coverage. They're not informing the public. They had an opportunity to inform the public. We could fight against this. Like the people made their voices heard for Bill A416, yes. right? And that didn't happen. And she just showed the, the live footage of him answering um, a mask question that he says, you know, he thinks it should be a choice. So that's where we're at. And that's what's so sickening. And that is why I'm yes. doing what I'm doing as a citizen journalist and as a preacher of the gospel. And right. most of my shows are Bible studies. And but we're in this time where there's so much going on. And the body of Christ has to be made aware. And the, you yes. can't trust the news. You can't trust. No your neighbors to know what's going on. We are the ones who have to be salt and light first and foremost with the gospel and the Bible and the truth that's there, but we can't be deceived. Jesus said, do, do not be deceived because there's deceivers in the churches. They're deceivers in the schools and the universities and certainly in the politicians. And it's very sickening that he was the only one that called you back and, yes. um, I do want to play his clip and then we'll come back and, and discuss that. Very good. Back, I'm going to get back to what we were talking about though with these, with these camps. They're trying to tell you that they don't exist, that they're not out there. I want to tell you one particular place that I do know of. 
I'm not going to tell you the officer's name because eventually it's going to come out. But a year and a half ago, in the town of New Paltz, that's downstate New York, okay? As a matter of fact, I used to be a police officer there, okay? That officer was on patrol. He knows the area very well. He, he lives in that area. And he saw that there had been a sale of property a while back, quite a large tract of property. He decided to take a look on duty to see what's going on. He saw a lot of heavy equipment that had been taken down to that area, into that area. By the time he got to go and take a look, there was already a fenced-in perimeter. When I say fenced-in, barbed wire, Constantine wire, guard dogs, and people in so-called uniforms with no patches. Okay? Not American people. I'm not afraid to say it because it's the fact, and I'll prove it, but we can show that later on. But with Chinese. Or what we believe to say, they say Oriental people. This officer spoke with the individual at the gate, very broken English. Said try to say hello, try to speak up a, a, a conversation with him, and did a lot of deflection, the individual did. A lot of deflection. Pretended he didn't know English. We must know enough English to have enough of D5 caterpillar bulldozers coming in, some big trucks for dump trucks, a lot of soil, a lot of other things going on. So as time went on, this officer went back and told his chief about it. They asked him if he knew about it. Well, yeah, I heard, but I don't really know. Why, why, what do you know about it? He goes, I can tell you. This is what I saw today, and this is what I talked about. Guy wouldn't give me his name or anything. Claimed he didn't understand what I was trying to say to him. But yet, like I said, there's a large fenced-in perimeter. I'm talking hundreds of acres, people. Hundreds of acres, okay? Large fenced-in perimeter. A guard shack. Dogs and people in khaki clothes, okay? So I spoke to this officer, told me about it, and I said, oh, that, that doesn't sound too, you know, too right. Something's weird. I'd be asking, you know, I'd be asking questions while I was on patrol too. Not that you're encroaching on somebody's private property. It's your job as a police officer that if something looks suspicious or out of place to protect the public. That's what you're there for, to protect the public. It wasn't but a few weeks later that officer calls up and goes, you're not going to believe this. I got called in off the road about a week and a half later, if I had the timeline right, and if I don't, I'll correct that. I come in off the road, and I see a couple of suits. My chief, and I say suits, I don't mean to be derived. That's, that's a police term we use for the feds, okay? We call the feds the suits because they always show up in the suits most of the time. So he gets into the room. And uh, the chief says, hey, you want to grab a seat? And the first thing this person says is, uh-uh. No, not this is for me. And they all laughed. Said, well, it is for you, but you're not in trouble. He said, well, I'll tell you what. You tell me who they are first, and then we'll talk. They identified themselves as the FBI, the ATF, and some other people. He goes, okay, what's this all about? Well, we understand you went out and spoke to some people out that big site out there. What do you know? He goes, uh-uh, what do you know first before I talk to you, okay? So the officer knew more than what the agencies knew, what they led to believe people know. Thought that was done and over, we left that alone. Now, I know the sheriff in that county, good man, 
and I ran to him at the conference, at our sheriff's conference last month. They had brought in the FBI to come in and talk to us. And the FBI started out with domestic terrorism. Okay, think a lot, domestic terrorism, you know, hmm. And who they started talking about? The right-wing patriot groups. Okay? Now I'm going to catch some heat for this tomorrow, and I'm not worried about it. This is why I'm here to talk to you tonight. Okay? Because I'm not going to be one of those people that's going to be shut down, put away, or hauled off. And should that happen, it'll probably be on the news. <laughs> so this individual from the FBI, the head of it, uh, you know, gave a spiel about everything. And then I raised my hand and I said, are you aware of a large camp in the town of New Paul's in Ulster County? And the sheriff that I know of also next to me goes, what? Just like that. I said, yeah, you didn't know there was a large camp in New Paul's? I said, I thought you, you know, these guys are here to tell you about you know, so-called threats and domestic terrorism and outside terrorist threats. What? I said, yeah, Sheriff. I go, ask her, or ask him. And first thing they said was, uh, we'll talk about that after this conference, you know, after we're done here. I said, no, I said, well, I, I think the man has a right to know what's going on in this county. And then he asked me, how come you know so much? And then he, round out, he found out why I know so much. I won't disclose that right now because I want to keep that individual protected, Okay. Upon talking to the feds that day, they admitted, yeah, we know about it. We know about it. We've checked it out. Okay. That was it. That was it. Doesn't sound like too much information being told, does it? Now, I'm not saying, I don't know where to with the news to run out and say, oh, Sheriff Carpenter last night in Utica at a, at a get-together said that there's a concentration camp down in New Paltz, New York. No, I did not say that. I just said that there is a large encampment down there that I'd be concerned with that should be brought to light. And I'll tell you one other thing that makes your curiosity rise a little bit. Why would a facility like that have 11,000-gallon fuel tanks buried in the ground? Okay? Why would they have the ability to have a large cafeteria feeding area and also to raise enough livestock on their property to be sustainable on their own. Just questions I'd want to, I'd want to know. Sure isn't a YMCA camp, folks, I'll tell you that, okay? So Gina, this is disturbing and it's just unbelievable what, what's happening. The, sh the information that the sheriff broke is shocking and yes, um, it's a car ride away from where I live and where you live. Um, Yes. So the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Psalm 118, 6. Amen. Amen. Oh, I like that. Which one is that? I'm writing that down. Psalm, Psalm 118, verse 6. Thank you. So, you know, we don't fear man. We fear the Lord and we fear and reverence the Lord. And I printed out uh, something legal that you probably read before. Whenever the interpretation of liberty is doubtful, the answer should be on the side of liberty. And that is in something, Maxims of Law by Weissman. So 
with all these mandates that Hochul and other governors are trying to shove down everybody's throat that are, she's not even elected. That's right. She's just there because Cuomo is a pervert and they gave him an easy backdoor out. That's right. So that he wouldn't need to go to court and face murder charges for killing thousands yes. of senior citizens. That's my opinion. That's only my opinion. I know. That's a tragedy. A tragedy would happen. I'm just saying it's my opinion because I don't want to be dragged to a camp. (laughs) And you're going to be the lawyer I call. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I want to tell you this too. It's important for you to know and for your listeners. So I was called down to San Antonio last or this past November by one of the, um, lead attorneys that's really in this movement. And he wanted like to get a group of the attorneys together that are fighting this just to kind of mobilize us. And they told us at this meeting, and this is before I knew anything about what's happening in New York locally on a state level. um, They said, pull out your phones and look up. um, And they asked us, why is Congress working on legislation called HR 666? And then why is Congress working on legislation called HR 6666? And if you look that up, it's Nazi style camps. So on the federal level, that's what they're working on Congress. And now we have what we're seeing, you know, with these DOH regulations resurrecting this bill A416 on our state local. So they have this agenda that's going on. I can't even say nationwide, worldwide, I believe. Gina, that is just, that is just hate speech. I can't believe you would question the government. (laughs) Those laws are just for our benevolent reasons. Obviously, always under the guise of good and always under the guise of health and protecting health and safety. Yeah. And in reality, the government doesn't care about our health or safety. Right. I mean, you know, I'm being obviously I was being sarcastic. Oh, I know. (laughs) That's okay. No, I'm with you. It's so in your face. It is. It is. Well, they have to tell us and show us things before they do it to us. Yeah, that's what they like to do. Um, Yes. Freemasons and occult, absolutely different people. Um, that's their little part of their Luciferian religion or something. Um, I think it's a joke. Like you know, the joke's on you. They think they're going to get the last laugh, but the Bible says God is going to get the last laugh, and He's going to laugh at the wicked and have them in derision. It means they're going to be—they're the ones that are going to be taken down and confused on Judgment Day. Yes, absolutely. But getting back to what. Hochul did. I just want to make sure I understand um, because when I was reading those rules or whatever you call them in the Department yes. of Health regulations, um, the regulations, yes, illegal regulations that she just copied and pasted in there with no with no authority. Um, That's exactly so, what so she did. Mm-hmm. What I was confused about is that after the meeting and after we all sent our comments, we had a lot of people writing in before the 14th of February, but what you're trying to tell my audience and me is that they did that anyway. They, they put that in the rule that's really there now, like as of tonight. And and that was rubber stamped. So it was, it was already, their minds were made up. I mean, they have to leave the comment period open by law. So they already made the decision because the council voted on it that Wednesday before February 14th, and they all voted yes. So it was just going to be rubber stamped and go through no matter what we were saying. And um, I do want to point out that uh, regulation after 60 days, it carries the weight of a law. 
So once it gets published, and I believe it was published last Thursday, it showed up in the register. Excuse me, I have to interrupt you. Yes. Um, I don't understand this. Okay, so you mean a governor can just stick a regulation in? This is health department. Right. This is how she doesn't know anything about health. Right. Right. Neither, no, probably neither do the people at the health department, obviously. Right. But she can just say, hey, I want everybody to wear purple on Mondays and mm -hmm. stick it in there. And they're just like, OK, it's in the law now. And that's so that's le not, legally, that's not, no, legally, lawfully and constitutionally speaking, she cannot do that. No, it's no, no. Wholly unconstitutional, wholly unlawful and illegal. But that's what she did in Como has been noted to do that, too. If he couldn't get a bill passed through the legislative process, process, he would do the same thing. He would circumvent it, bypass it, and slip it through, through these regulations. So now that we're aware of this, it's coming down to we, the people, we are under tyranny. And that's why we're seeing our courts are compromised. And we're not getting the relief that we should be seeing in the courts. Like I said on my at the press conference, um, the Constitution is they're shredding it before our eyes. Um, they're not following the rule of law anymore in our nation. So we're under tyranny and it has to come down to we the people. She doesn't have that power. It's already illegal. I mean, it says it right is. here, it, it says here in the New York State Constitution, Article 1, Section 5, regarding bail, fines, punishment, and detention of witnesses. Excessive bail shall not be required. We don't have to worry about that now because people just commit a crime and get let out. Yes, yes. Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor shall cruel and unusual punishments be inflicted, nor shall witnesses be unreasonably detained. I think being pr uh, proven guilty before innocent, proven sick before healthy is unreasonable. And I think coming and taking people out of their homes violates everything in the U.S. Constitution and in the New York State Constitution. Absolutely. And the um, Marbury versus Madison case is arguably one of the most important cases in the United States Supreme Court history that was decided, I believe, um, in 1803. And that states if there's any law or anything that's repugnant to the United States Constitution, it is null and void. Like, I can't believe it's happening. Like, they just already did it. I can't either. Very disturbing, alarming language in there. But for example, it was on page, I believe, four of the proposed regulations. Letter Q says confinement shall mean enforcement of an isolation or quarantine order through the use or possible use of law enforcement personnel. So they're basically stating that, you know, the law enforcement can come and um, take you away. Because you went to the store and Jimmy was at the store and Jimmy has a sniffles and now get on the ground. Oh, so much broad like language in here that it's anyone like she can deem anyone or anyone that works under her they can deem obviously a suspected health threat i mean they could just this is nazi rules it is they can come in and say you're a health threat this That's is what right. the nazis did to the jews right. they can take you to any place that they deem any place as a hospital or to a green zone green zone yes under the shielding approach and you don't have to be sick. Exactly. I know. You just have to I know. be suspected. Those those have to be the FEMA camps. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus.
Some folks out there just might be listening. Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments? Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music, Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford.